All right. Cool. So now we're live. We're live. So, um, hey, everybody. So I am Coach Coach Sarge with TNP Hockey. And so um, this is one of our first ones that we're doing, live interview with a nice guest. And so it'll be awesome where, um, obviously, TNP Hockey, so our motto, right, is turning potential into opportunity, trying to give players the ability to you know, find ways to give them the tools to like keep pursuing the game, have fun and keep growing. And so um, we have on ice skills coaches such as myself, um, Ivan Chukarov, my brother Garrett. Uh, we also have nutritionists um, that we have working with the kids as well. And now we get the opportunity to bring coach Billy Carr uh, to give us some background insights and potential paths like for hockey players. And so just to introduce you all to our guests, uh, we have, again, Coach Billy Carr coaches the Roosevelt D1 ACHA team, uh, formerly Robert Morris University. Um, let me know if I butcher any of these. But so far, so good. Some uh, some awards as you've been coaching. So 2013-2014 D3 ACHA, third place at Nationals, regional champion. Yep. Um, 2015-2016 NCHL uh, League Champions. Um, anything else that I'm missing? Those are all of our team awards. You know, we, we uh, also coached the uh, Northwest Chargers. Tom Clory and I went to uh, Nationals, one state with them. So we've had some success at uh, youth programs as well as when we got brought into Robert Morris and, you know, trying to continue that here and build a, build a program um, back up here at Roosevelt too. So, yeah, you know. That's- we're, we were successful because of having great players, quite yeah. honestly, and, and guys who wanted to learn. So, well, and you do, you guys do an awesome job of like developing people into like grownups and stuff like that too. So, um, one of the things was, you know, obviously coaching for Roosevelt, Robert Morris for ten years, ten years now. This Dude, is my eleventh. That's you know, yeah, almost. It's a long time. That's awesome. Like, yeah, blows my mind how fast time has changed. Right. Um, but before then, you mentioned uh, coaching the Chargers. Mm-hmm. Um, was that it or like wherever you coached before that. Yeah. Well. So uh, when I was, you know, back in my teens, I was, uh, um, I was playing for the Chicago Young Americans for about three, four years. And I uh, was fortunate enough to uh, coach for Midwest elite hockey schools with uh, Grant Mulvey and Kenny McCudden, who, uh, you know, it was, it was a job where probably once a week I was on ice, you know, instructing, uh, you know, everywhere from six year old kids all the way up to, you know, 40 to 50 year old men <laughs> who are just trying to get better. So, you know, I've pretty much coached every level and almost every age group at some point or another. So, yeah, uh, but then, you know, Glenbard South uh, uh, high school, my alma mater coached there for four years and, you know, had some success there with, 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 uh, with that team and, you know, moved on and started coaching uh, with the chargers after that. So kind of led me to, you know, Robert Morris where, you know, we coached the D three team, like you said, for about three, four years, then uh, moved up to the D2 program for about three years and uh, took over a couple years back with the D1 program here. Yeah, that's awesome. Um, so obviously a lot of coaching experience. Um, do you mind getting into like what brought you into hockey, your like background and playing, um, all that stuff? Yeah, absolutely. Uh, you know, started with the old Downers Grove Huskies back in the day, <laughs> back <laughs> in the old, the old ice arena and uh you know, with the chain link fence and all that good stuff. Um, played my youth there till I was about a peewee. 
uh, made the jump to TI uh, as a second year peewee and then played for uh, the uh, Young Americans till I finished, uh, you know, high school. And then, uh, you know, fortunate enough to to uh, play at St. Norbert College in Green Bay for a cup of coffee and, um, you know, finished my degree at Northern Illinois uh, University and uh, actually finished playing uh, some hockey there as well. So, um, you know, once I graduated um, from school, a couple years after that, got into uh, coaching the Gombard South team and, you know, just loved it. Yeah. Absolutely loved it and kind of caught the bug, so to speak. Nice. Um, so you didn't do like the junior to college route? So, no. Um, when I was a senior, I got drafted into the North American League by uh, the Indy Ice, Indian yeah, yeah. Junior Ice, and they folded oh, that, really? late that summer. And um, so I was kind of at a point where I was like, well, I need to – <laughs> I didn't figure something out. So yeah. I, uh, I walked on at uh, St. Norbert and, uh, you know, true freshman. So I was playing against, you know, pretty much grown men. And I was the youngest guy on the team by about you know, three years. Yeah. And it was a culture shock, you know, being a guy who growing up most of the time, I was relatively successful uh, eluding people where all of a sudden now I'm playing against guys who are bigger and faster. Uh, it was you know, it was, it was very difficult as a true freshman, but it was, you know, I learned so much about the game from, from those guys and just, you know, how the game really should be played and, you know, what it took to, um, you know, take care of your body. Yeah. Um, I was never a big weight guy growing up and just like that, the work that you had to put in, in the weight room off season, all that stuff was, was really, uh, something that I learned a lot when I was there and, uh, you know, express that to my guys here that it's you know it's mandatory you have to do it in order to be successful yeah you know because you're not the only one in the weight room like everybody else is putting if you're not in it too, somebody yeah. else is you know it's yeah. that old cliche so um do you mind like i guess so you walked on which is mm -hmm. awesome too and some people might be in a situation where they're like oh you know i'm not sure if i can keep going like this type of thing so can you talk about like that experience of like what walking on was like yeah it was i mean Quite honestly, you know, being, I guess when, when you play AAA in Chicago for four to five plus years, you know, you kind of are in the mindset of, you know, I'm playing with the best and I kind of expect that I'll make things and make teams. And so when I had the uncertainty of, Hey, I got to try out <laughs> yeah, to make this team just to be, you know, a red shirt freshman, it was, it was pretty cool actually from the standpoint of, you know, the effort that I put in the, um, you know, the success that I had getting to make the team, but also seeing my shortcomings as a, as a hockey player to see where I wanted to get yeah. just to be in the lineup or to, you know, after my redshirt freshman year to try and get some playing time. It, it's hard. Yeah. You know? And honestly, if I look back at it now, yeah, it was great. I could say NCAA D three, whatever. Um, but the ACHA really hasn't hadn't taken shape like it has now. So there's so many guys like, for example, that I'm recruiting now that are having to make that decision. Like, do I go NCAA D3 and be a redshirt freshman or can I go to an ACHA division one division two program and walk in there on day one and have a role right away, you yeah. know, or have a contributing role, something that, you know, you don't always have as a NCAA player because quite honestly, they, they recruit a lot. They get a lot of players. And so um, 
it's not as easy to crack the crack the lineup as a true freshman. Yeah, that makes sense. Um, that's cool, right? Like it sounds like it's kind of on them what what decision they want to make if they want to like wait that out or if they want to make the jump and go right away and start seeing like game time situations. Hundred yeah. percent. Um, you talked about like Kenny McCutton and, and some of the other great coaches. Anybody else that like sticks in your mind and like why you love them so much? Some of the things that like like man. I'll never forget when he said this or like some of the things he took away from those coaches. You know, I played for the same guy uh, with the young Americans for like four years. His name was Rick Harris and he was uh, just an old school, tough uh, coach, hard nose, you know, knew the game really well. Um, you know, taught me, uh, taught me a lot about just the game in general, but um, um, just leave it there. Um, and just, kind of taught me the game, taught us all the game on the, on the little aspects of hockey. Um, and that, that was a team where we won nationals, uh, which <laughs> that's, like, that's awesome. Every guy in that team yeah. played college hockey. Some played in the NHL. Um, so we had a lot of talent, but he just, he, he really held us accountable quite honestly to all the little details of the game. Um, you know, he was a hard nosed guy. Like he, <laughs> you know, I, I, I don't think, the way that we were coached when we were that age would work these days. Yeah. So to speak, you know, yeah. it's not that uh, it wasn't a good way to coach. It's just, I think it was just different just generation. Different. Yeah. Um, you know, I think players now react a little bit more to players coaches, so to speak. Being personable. Being personable, you know, not that yelling is the worst thing in the world, but a lot of times guys nowadays lose the message. Yeah. Sometimes. So, you know, you got to kind of pick your spots, but Rick was, uh, yeah, he was, he was a great coach for me for sure. And the best coach I ever had in my life was my dad. Yeah. I, a lot of my coaching, uh, I don't know what you want to call style, it. Style. Yeah. The way I talk to people, the way, um, <laughs> way I sometimes get frustrated with guys. I just like, Oh my God, it's my dad. Like, uh, you know, he used to make me, he was a baseball coach, so it wasn't a hockey thing, but you know, he, if somebody made a mental mistake, you know, I always ended up getting the brunt of their mental mistake, yeah. <laughs> which was hilarious, but you know, his um, guidance and just the way he coached really made um, mental, the mental aspect of baseball or hockey for, for my examples um, were really important. You yeah. know, those little details, um, you know, you can win hockey games. You can be a good hockey player, even if you don't have as much talent per se as some of the other guys you're playing against. But if you have attention to detail, um, if you have a strong character, strong work ethic, all those things are huge um, and you can still be successful. And quite honestly, coaches will see that um, and really kind of take to you. I have guys that I've coached and are coaching now that I'm like, I wish I had 23 of those guys on my team, Yeah, you know, because that's what you want to kind of have your team emulate. You know, yeah. So. so not so much a skill thing, but like a mentality type thing sometimes. Yeah. You can yeah. have a guy with a ton of skill who's got no character, no uh, drive and afraid of certain areas on the ice yeah. that, you know, you could get more out of a guy who's not afraid. will go in those areas and will develop his talent and turn yeah. into a better hockey player. Yeah. No, that, that makes sense. Um, and no, that's a good message for sure. Um, just, Transitioning back to like Roosevelt, where you are now, like how did you get to hear from like the Chargers? Do you want to talk about that transition yeah, at sure. all? Sure. Yeah. So, um, you know, my best friend Tommy Clory and I coached together with the Chargers for a couple of years and had 
had two years in a row where we won the leagues and we won state and we went to nationals and we had an unbelievable group of guys. Some of the guys that you ended up yeah. playing hockey with and had Robert Morris. Um, so, you know, we, we got looked at here by um, Tom Wenland and uh, they brought us in to be the division three coaches. Um, we took over a seven and 21 team, I believe. And, uh, you know, I think it was just, it was a program that just didn't have at, at that level, I should say, just didn't have, I don't know, I guess accountability could be yeah. one thing. Um, didn't treat, treat them like they were important or treat them like, uh, I shouldn't say important. Just respect. Them, hold them yeah. to a different level. Yeah. And we did on day one and I'll never forget Tommy and I sitting on the, by the penalty box watching you guys skate and I, we looked at each other like, what the hell did we get ourselves into? Like, whoa, look at these guys. And a year later, you guys were 35 and six, I believe, and went to the national tournament, beat the best team in the country, Yeah, uh, finished third. Um, I mean, so, you know, we, we took that role uh, at the D3 level. Then we got bumped up to the D2 level and uh, took a lot of the guys up with us from the D3 team who, uh, you know, will always – kind of be our boys yeah know, right. that group you were part of that group and uh, had some success there as well so i mean it was uh, like i said you can say all you want about the coaches but it was the same same group of guys who just loved being with each other playing with each other respected the coaches respected the culture wanted to build the culture and uh was successful because of it yeah, yeah so that's awesome mm -hmm. um getting more into like the team and how you like build things and like i obviously everybody that i played with saw this too but like how do you like to build your teams especially being in like the position that you're in now yeah well i mean we're in the middle of building our d1 team back i mean when we were robert morris university five years ago you know the division one team uh was one of the best teams in the country every year um you know i took it over we had a year where we got to the quarterfinals and nationals which is great and then a year after that where we just missed um, and then COVID hit. Yeah. And that really derailed us for, from a number standpoint, uh, lost a lot of returners, uh, a lot of recruits. So the last two years have been, it's been a rebuild, quite honestly. So yeah. we, we started, you know, we were as high as can be and, you know, as low as can be too. And now we're working our way back up. Um, had a couple of good recruiting seasons. Um, I think we need probably one more good one here. Yeah. And, uh, you know, we're, we're right on the cusp of being a good, really good hockey team. We're, um, you know, our locker room, you talk about building a team, you know, I wanted a team that had character. I wanted a team that wanted to be together, kind of like your group. Yeah. Um, if your locker room is, is good and guys love being together, they want to work for each other. They want to work for you. Um, you know, so that's where we're at. we got a great group here. We're taking our lumps against some pretty good teams, but we're also winning some games. And the improvement is noticeable week to week for sure. Yeah. Um, and the way that they practice is, you know, the level of practice right now is great. So, yeah. You know, even when we fast we, pace, real fast, fast pace, pace, but, you know, still learning how to win hockey games. Yeah. Quite honestly, but we're not far away. Yeah. We're, we're getting there. That's good. Mm -hmm. um, you talked on recruiting. I guess what are some of the things that you look for, like when you recruit, um, reach out to recruits? Like, what's yeah. the process look like? <clears throat> I mean, I just talked to about eight recruits this week and, you know, you obviously watch, you know, we watch a lot of game film, a lot of video on guys because we can't be everywhere, yeah. obviously, because we're in season. But, um, I, you know, I look for the little things. I look for guys who finish hits. I look for guys who are strong on the wall. I look for guys who stop on pucks. I look for guys who are strong on their skates and stick. Um, obviously, 
everybody looks for guys who can score. Like, yeah. Okay, that's great. <laughs> but, you know, how many scoring lines are you going to have? Yeah. Probably two, maybe three. You know, I look for guys who are going to be good role players, guys that can kill penalties. Um, you know, and then when you talk to them on the phone, to me, it's a huge thing. And I, I don't think a lot of this gets put to the forefront. But can they can they speak to you like yeah. an adult? Are they are they personable? You know, that matters. Yeah. You know, guys that you, I've talked to, guys who it's like I'm trying to pull things out of them on the phone, like they are it almost sounds like they're not interested which maybe some are but even the ones that are interested it's like come on guys have some have some pep in it yeah you know like guys that are polite you know those are guys that you're like okay this kid gets it he's a he's a polite kid he's obviously got character we talk to the coaching staffs that they play for find out about what kind of person they're you know we ask about their academics like how'd they do in high school you know are they kids that are gonna be able to come here and be successful in the classroom for four or five years. Cause if they're not, that's huge. Yeah. Well, it's huge because when they're ineligible, they're doing nobody any good. Yeah. Um, especially all themselves first. And then obviously the, the team, if you can't use them, it's like, well, I gotta find somebody who I can count on because yeah. you, you really do. You have to be able to count on them from that standpoint, most importantly. Yeah. Like academically. So. Makes sense. Mm-hmm. Um, I feel like I see, like you talked about kids that like, come up to you, approach you, be able to talk to you. And I feel like I see a lot of that, like with some of the kids that I work with on my team and that stands out for sure. Like, Hey, is this kid willing to talk to me? Say he wants like more rice time. I'm like, all right, that's cool. You want that. But like, why do you think you deserve that type of thing? Yeah. And, like have a conversation about it. Yeah. You, you want, you want players that know how to convey their thoughts yeah. and in the right way. You don't want a kid that's going to come in and, you know, tell you what he wants. You want a kid that's going to come in and tell you, Hey, what can I do to earn this? What can I do to get better here? What are you seeing? You know, those are the guys that you're like, I want to make him better. I want to work with this kid. I want to get him to that level where he can play more, you know? So that that's, those are the kind of players, people that quite honestly, you want to go to bat for as a coach in particular. And and the other aspect of it is at some point hockey's, going to end for everybody it it just does um so especially for the guys that i have here at the college it's it's hey you know i want them to grow up here in the next four or five years be great hockey players whatever that's great i want them to leave here being good men who are going to go out and get good jobs and work hard maybe get married maybe have families yeah take some of the experiences that hopefully i was able to tell them about or teach them and carry that over in to their personal life. So when they're 45 years old, like me, and they sit back and they can look back and go, man, being with coach those four years and the boys for those four or five years were some of the best years of my life. I learned a ton. I matured, um, you know, it prepared me for what is really important, which is, you know, my life post hockey yeah. life, quite honestly. Yeah. Um, no, that's, that's awesome. Just to speak on that a little bit too, like uh, my four years here, like I have friends that I'll uh, always have and we like a core group of guys. And I think a lot of things that you and at the time, like coach, coach Tom, like built and definitely took a lot of those lessons um, and was able to like, just main theme. I feel like it was always battling, battling adversity and how you like overcome that stuff and how you deal with it. So that was like one of the biggest things that I learned too. Yeah. I mean, it, it 
nothing is going to go smoothly all the time. It's just, that's just not life. You know, yeah. it is hundred percent on how you deal with it. And, um, and, uh, you know, and, uh, you know, how you come through it, you know, do you have people that you can rely on? Do you have a coach that maybe played for years ago that you can call Yeah, and bounce things off like we do? Um, yeah. You know, yeah. Some of the guys that you, <laughs> your group of guys are still as thick as thieves. I mean, you're going to your weddings now and yeah. you know, seeing kids and all. I mean, it's, it's, it's the, probably the most rewarding thing for myself. And I know uh, coach Tommy too, uh, just to see how you guys are still tight yeah, and, and that you use that experience to, you know, still stay together and still, you know, have that group of uh, clo- you know friends that are close and have each other's backs still. So it's, it's pretty impressive. Yeah. Special. Nice. Um, I'll be conscious. I know we got to get to practice, but okay. uh, last two questions. Um, like when you, when you're coming into challenges and like, you know, obviously not the, the greatest weekend, but like, what are some of the things that you like lean on in times of challenges and then moving forward, what are like some of your goals? Like, what are you trying to accomplish here? Yeah. I, I mean, you, you have to put things in perspective as a coach, obviously. Uh, I mean, would you love to <laughs> go to the national tournament every year? Yes. Would you like to be, you know, significantly over 500 and win league championships? Yes. Does that happen all the time? No. Um, you know, teams go through cycles and, 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 and that's, you know, part of it too. Um, but I think what, what I look at and like this weekend, you know, against Grand Valley was a tale of two different teams. The outcome was the same. We lost both games. The one game was just a, a, an absolute drubbing, but we took a bunch of things from that game and looked at it for the next game and said, you know, positionally, uh, compete-wise, little things that we needed to improve on. We did that the next night, still lost, but it was a totally different feel. The boys felt it themselves. They learned from it. So little lessons, even if it's just, hey, I want our F3 to be up top. (laughs) Like simple things that, okay, I saw it happen the entire game from multiple guys. So it's like, all right, hey, listen, that's a building block. So you got to take a bunch of building blocks to get back to a level of you know, be on a national contending team, quite honestly. And, you know, we're, I don't think we're there yet, um, obviously, but it, it just takes one, one more good year possibly and a group that's bought in and anything can happen. So, yeah. you know, that's, uh, that's the way I look at things and the challenges are, you know, sometimes you have to eat a bunch of losses to eventually start earning a lot of wins. Yeah. And, sometimes you have lose to learn how to win yeah. it makes the wins um feel that much better yeah yeah for sure um and then yeah just the last part i guess what i don't you kind of touched on a little bit but like what are you looking for um moving forward you know i just want to get roosevelt back on the map to where robert morris university was yeah. um you know there was a 20-year culture uh, at robert morris and uh, um you know, there was a lot of success in that program. And I want to make sure when I leave Roosevelt, whenever that is, that the program is back to or exceeded that level. Yeah. And, you know, working hard to get there, um, feel real good about the direction we're going in, even though, you know, sometimes you, you look at scores and you're like, what's going on here? Well, yeah. Yeah, but in perspective, you got to look at it and say, well, I've got these pieces coming in or I have these pieces here here's where I've seen the improvements and here's where I know we can get with this group. And, you know, so next couple years here, 
uh, are going to be really exciting times for, for the program. And I think we can get back to, you know, competing for a national tournament. So I'm excited about it. Sorry, boys. Good. Yeah. Well, yeah, that's, that's all I got. Thanks a lot. And like I said, um, yeah, you built something awesome here. And, um, you know, I know all the guys that I, like I went to school with, uh, we, we love you. So Feeling thanks mutual. for everything. You so, bet. Love you, man. Love you too.